Hey, hello everyone in this whatever hell dimension we're in right now. Uh, this is another episode of the PlayStation Report. Uh, it's it's taken us a long time to get this fucker started, but Tyler, you're here, you motherfucker. I am. I don't know what the hell was happening. My computer like just was taking a dump on me, mm. and then our like my time was ahead of your time. We're in a weird, weird dimension. Mm. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, very weird things happening uh, today. Um, and yeah, I yeah, it's we're here. I I will say between this and last week, uh, between last time we recorded this. I've been working a lot, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like I basically yeah. feel like I live at work now. <laughs> mm. And that's that's Damn. not great. Um No. But I'm 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 going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a nice yeah. uh, and you know, you know what I can spend that money on? Probably video games. Yeah, but probably not a new video game console. Because fucking shit, they still don't have them restocked for me. I don't think they have them restocked for anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I it's fucked, man. It's a fucked situation. I'm at the point where I'm staring at this PC build that's like $3,500, but will last me for like probably a decade. And I'm like, damn, that seems nice. Mm, yeah. I'm like, could be mm. very nice. Give me that thirty eighty, baby. Mmm. Mmm, boy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't really know what's going on because, yeah, the, it kind of like hit me the other day. I'm like, man, like, are they still even selling either? And it's not just PlayStation Five. Like, it's series. Oh X yeah, like, I, like I'm not gonna lie. Like, you don't hear anything. I well, during the week, like there was apparently a drop on Microsoft's store. For the Xbox Series X, and I managed to get it in my cart, but I couldn't check out because, mm. yeah, it, it was gone. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I just don't even hear anything about it. Of like, oh yeah, you know, Walmart's got this, or GameStop's got that. It's like, yeah, I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's kind of, it's just shitty. It's getting to the point where, like, maybe just every day I just drive to drive to GameStop, and I. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Y'all got it? No? Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. give me a Funko Pop. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, they have plenty of Funko Pops for yeah. you. Yeah. Let me buy $500 worth of Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's a lot of Funko Pops. I don't know if anyone needs that many Funko Pops. No. Nobody Nobody even needs one, honestly. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been it's been a week of uh, working hard and not necessarily getting uh, getting the appreciation for it. You know, <laughs> they just want to. Yeah, it happens. Sometimes they just want to run you into the ground. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I feel you. I've I've been working a lot of extra hours too, and it's just I I felt like I nearly had a fucking meltdown this week just because I'm like I don't even know how I'm gonna get all this shit done, and that's with having another person helping me. Yeah. But I'm also having to do a lot of training with that person too, so it's just like, man, it's just too much going on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I'm just I I am currently looking at potentially 
finding a different place to work. <laughs> mm. I haven't quit yet, but I am looking. I am on the market. Uh, gotcha. So if Bio... No, I'm not going to get into this news just yet. Uh, <laughs> but Tyler, I, I guess I didn't have much time for video games, but maybe you got to play something? I did. I did. I, I think before, though, before we talk about video games... Oh, really quick, shit. What do you think of that fucking Formula One race God today? God damn. That was... Uh, it had a lot of ups and downs, I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I kind of laughed my ass off when... Uh, when Leclerc and Verstappen went out lap one. <laughs> because this was their race without... This was... Well, at least for Verstappen, this was his race without Hamilton being there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of funny because instead of just breaking more and maybe losing a lot of places, he kind of just ran into the wall. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like I, I do feel like he could have saved himself a little bit more. Yeah, it um, would have cost him a lot more positions than he was probably willing to give up, but like he could have saved right. that car. Yeah, definitely. At the same time, I, someone, maybe Leclerc, should have maybe backed out a little bit. Yeah, he kind of dived he, down. He, he breaked, he, yes, he breaks so far into that corner, and it's like, oh my god. Um yeah, uh, it, I, I, and then you see like Max, like fucking, you know, kicking the wall and stuff. And I, if I was him, I would. Yeah, you probably could have maybe saved it, but I would be fucking pissed too. Because yeah, it's like Lewis Hamilton isn't here. Like this could be my my chance to finally fucking win a race. Yeah, <laughs> um, and just to be taken out. He's had some shitty luck this year in a couple races of like his car failing or getting taken out in the first lap or something like that. Yeah, well... He's also made mistakes on his own as well, but... Well, I mean, if the choice was losing position or crashing your car out, I think... Hmm, we'll get to it later, but losing position did not cost Sergio Perez. He no. dropped to last because I think he had a puncture on that first lap. Mm-hmm. And that didn't stop him from having a good race. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he, he had a good race. He won the race. Yeah, yeah. Um, what an exciting podium and just overall kind of, kind of finish. It's, I, I'm so happy for Sergio Perez. Yeah, a little bit, He's, a little bit gutted that we didn't see, uh, George Russell and Sergio Perez go at each yes. other on that, on the last couple of laps there. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. that should have, that should have been George Russell's race to win. Like, there oh, were two 100%. things. Like, Mercedes first didn't have to even bring him into the pits that first time where they fucked up with the tires. Yep. And then, the, just unfortunate to pick up a puncture. Like, it, that that's some of Valtteri Botas's luck right there, <laughs> rubbing off on Oh, him. yeah. Yeah. And, the, yeah, and that, that guy has no luck either, mm -hmm. but... But yeah, Mercedes just completely fucked themselves. And, and I don't know if you watched any of the post race stuff when they were interviewing Toto Wolf. Did you watch that? No, stuff? No, I don't. I don't typically do. <laughs> he he. They. Cause I watched a little bit of it, and literally they were interviewing him, and they asked about the tire thing, and he's like, "Obviously, for us, a massive fuck up." And like, obviously, they couldn't blurp that out or uh -huh. anything. <laughs> He literally said it exactly like that. He's like a massive fuck up, and and then they were just like, "Sorry for the language." It's like, yeah, yeah, but it, but like that's what it was. Like they t we screwed ourselves in this race. And, and the rumor is, Drive to Survive was with uh, Mercedes this weekend. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, that'd be a good. good that's one. gonna that's gonna be a spicy oh, episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know, dude. Toto Wolf. Every time I see him being interviewed or whatever, that dude is so intimidating looking to me. Have you seen him like, standing next to other humans? He is a tall man. Yes, he's very tall, and he is just that look on his face, the the like glaze in his eyes, like like dude, dude kind of scares the shit out of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was an entertaining race. It, it was entertaining, I would say, um, in the beginning, and then probably the back half after that safety car. Um, because after you know they got back racing after the first incident, I felt like it was it was kind of like, man, this is kind of shitty. Like, felt a little follow the leader. Like no one could pass anybody mm-hmm. really, and and but it really got shaken up there at the end. And yeah, it was it was entertaining. If you're Valtteri Botas, how do you feel? Uh, <laughs> having George Russell step in the, in Lewis Hamilton's car and he was like crushing you the whole race. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> oh, it's kind of clear that uh, Botas only really has himself to blame. Like, it's, it's yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, I think it's also a thing. Like George Russell Russell really proved that hey, in a good car, he's gonna fucking he's gonna do the job. Like, oh yeah, it's absolutely. Like I wouldn't be surprised if after Lewis Hamilton retires, it isn't George Russell in that seat. Yeah, absolutely. I think he really proved that that he could definitely compete, win races, maybe championships. I think Perez too today, you know, and he kind of has been all season. Has proved that someone should give him a ride, and it. To me, I, I know the rumor of him maybe going to Williams, but I'm like, no, man, no, that just sucks. The, the rumor now is uh, is Red, Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah, he's going to replace yeah. Albon. Which, you know, I think would be a smart move by Red Bull because... Um, and also, I think... Verstappen and Perez, man, that'd be a lot. I think those two drivers would absolutely hate each other, though, which <laughs> I am all for. I am all for <laughs> teammates that hate each other. <laughs> Oh yeah, makes them makes them more competitive, and they want to beat each other. And you know, it, it, you know, we we need more uh, like Hamilton, Nico Rosberg, teammate relationships mm-hmm. in in Formula One, where they just want to fucking destroy each other every week. Yeah, it'd be fun. But yeah, I, I hope he goes to Red Bull. That'd be really awesome. Yeah. Uh, one one more race. Yeah, one more in Abu Dhabi. We'll see if. I'm not sure if Hamilton will be back for that one. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe yeah, George I, I Russell gets another shot at it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, which could be exciting, but at the same time, uh, being the final race where the champion is celebrated, not having Lewis Hamilton there would be really weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very bizarre. Uh, it's a weird year, It says though. something... Yeah, it, it is, and and it says something though about how dominant Lewis Hamilton's been all season that he could just not race in the final two races, and mm-hmm. you know he's he's won the championship. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just crazy. Ah, all right. But yeah, anyways, video games. Yep, video um, games. I've gotten to play uh, a decent amount of of stuff, kind of just a bunch of different. Games, um, kind of all over the place. Still, um, start with Resident Evil Three. Played more of that. Um, I'd say I'm about two and a half to three hours into it. 
Um, and and I'm I'm liking this game. I, it doesn't have the atmosphere to me that Resident Evil 2 had. The gameplay is pretty similar, um, but I think just the atmosphere of Mr. X and, and the police station and all that really really took Resident Evil 2 to another level. Um, Raccoon City is neat. Uh, was down in some sewers, and man, there, you know, Resident Evil 2 has some really gross enemies when you're down in the sewers. Resident Evil 3, there is this weird-ass slime sort of thing. I don't even know really what it is, but I did not like it. It was, like, fucking terrifying. Um, and super gross. So, I was like, get me the hell out of there, uh, when I was down in the sewers. And then, um, had some really cool boss fights, um, I don't, you know, Mr. X chasing you is very terrifying in Resident Evil 2. Uh, Nemesis chasing you is still terrifying in Resident Evil 3. Um, I think just the fact, though, that it, I feel like Nemesis is, like, always there, uh, where Mr. X, you could lose him a little bit. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh shit, he's here! Holy crap, how to get here? Um, so it, sometimes with the nemesis chasing you, I feel like it just kind of loses its, its magic. But the nemesis can use weapons, and so he's firing fucking like rockets at you and flamethrowers, and that stuff can be pretty terrifying when you have to get away from that. And yeah, it's cool. I the, where I left off. Uh, no spoilers, but it was actually a really interesting spot story-wise, um, and kind of how it, it it does connect Resident Evil two and three in a way. Um, so I'm I'm really curious where where this game goes. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, that's that's all all I have to say about Resident Evil three. And actually, um, before I talk about any other video games, I have to talk about my playstation 5 scare that i had oh what happened Um, man did you plug did you plug in one of those external drives so i've had my external drive plugged in right and i've had literally no problems and one of the nights over the past week i turned my console on it got to the home screen um i was there for five seconds and then it just fucking crashed and i was like okay but it's not like the PS4 where, you know, I know how to boot it up in the safe mode and, and just knew what it would do. I just have no clue what to do or had no clue what to do with this console. And, like, I'm pressing the, the controller to turn it on. I'm pressing the power button on the console to turn it on, and it is not turning on. And I was like, oh, my God, this what the fuck just happened to this, this machine? Um, so I'd say after maybe a minute... Uh, of trying it finally booted up and I was like okay thank you and then it boots up into this really strange uh, almost standard definition looking text and uh, and it was like uh, you know the console you know it crashed basically and it was basically yes it's because of my external hard drive was plugged in <sighs> something just went wrong when I booted it up huh. and and it's just such a weird glitch uh, with this machine. And, and so it went through and it did its thing. It said repairing, 
you know, like the PS4 does too when this stuff happens. It was like repairing hard drive, all this stuff. And uh, then it would said it would shut down and start back up. And, you know, don't turn off power, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the console shuts down, then it eventually boots back up. And when it boots back up, I have no picture. And I'm like, great. Now, now how do I fix this problem? Because clearly the console is booted back up. And, and what was strange is that some updates for games were popping up and saying, like, added Prime Video to downloads. And, and But I still had no picture at all. I couldn't do anything. Um, so I was just kind of scared because I, I wasn't sure, like, is it still in this weird, like, restart mode? Should I, you know, I don't want to turn it off because I don't want to brick the system. Um, but I'm obviously getting no picture. I have, I have no clue what to do. So I did just take a risk and I turned the system off and then turned it back on. And it totally worked from there. And then I immediately, uh, you know, took my external hard drive out. Um, and and so, yeah, I'm not, I don't have my external hard drive plugged in there anymore. Um, I will wait until Sony fixes uh, the weird glitches that happen between whatever, just whatever causes the PlayStation 5 to like freak out and just crash with external hard drives. Um, because that has been a thing. So it's just kind of unfortunate. So I did install a couple of PS4 games on the SSD. And outside of Cyberpunk that comes out this week, I am like out of space. Oh, wow. Uh, hmm. on, on my system. So I got I got to start burning through some games and get them uninstalled. Uh, which is you know, it's just unfortunate. Deleted. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which is which is unfortunate. So, yeah, how to scare. So, you know, Frank, I know you really want a PS5. Maybe it's okay that you don't have one right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> maybe by the time you do get one, some of these weird issues will be worked out. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that just was scary. So I had to move Resident Evil 3. I had it on my external, and I had to move it onto the SSD, which is a pretty seamless and quick process for the most part um and i moved uh, apex legends over and i forget i think there was maybe one or two other games but yeah so i had a weird scare but um back to some video games played more uh destiny 2 um i'm almost at 1200 power i think i'm in the 1180s like 1185 for some reason that's the number that's in my head um Nothing like too exciting there that I did. I was just kind of working on a bunch of the different quests that they give you. So felt like I didn't get into anything too exciting, but was making some progress. Um, you know, completing some bounties for um, for for some quests and yeah, Destiny Two is is pretty good. Um, was it? Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, have you played any more Destiny Two? Uh. I have a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I, it's really just doing some playlist stuff right now for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Do uh, you still gonna try to hook up with a raid group? Yeah, maybe when I'm not at some point. When I when maybe during one of my holiday breaks, well, I'll do it because that seems like the only time I'll 
really just have off to really focus on doing anything that requires thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Destiny 2, Beyond Lights, uh, pretty fucking good game. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I played? I played more uh, Dirt 5. Um, this game has actually grown on me a lot. Um, I still think there's some weird things with, with it being a more arcadey sort of game that isn't there. Um, like, for example, there's no replay that I can see in this game, which I think is kind of weird, because there, there are some races that I'm like, oh man, that was pretty fucking crazy when that happened. I, I would like to watch that through a replay, and there is no replay. Um, there's no... Uh, for for being an arcadey game... I feel like a lot of arcade racers have kind of put this in and even some sim racers to a degree of just kind of a rewind feature to where you could, you know, if you fucked something up, you could rewind it. Um, like that is, is, isn't even in there, but the earlier dirt games had, had that. And I didn't play dirt three or four, so I don't know where they might've taken that out. Um, so just a couple things like that. And there's not a lot of like difficulty, adjustments that you can do it's just easy medium or hard i'm playing on hard and i'm actually finding it to be pretty easy for the most part kind of depends on on the the racing and what you're doing um because some of them are tougher than others but just some things like that that i think it being a more arcadey experience i think having more of those in could just make it a more a little bit more accessible with certain things but the the on track action is is just a blast to to play and um you know it feels a little bit like wreck fest just without the wrecking um like you're just sliding around all these corners and just beating the shit out of each other in 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 the beginning of a race and you're just smashed between three or four different cars and it's you know it's fun when you know you have these pretty wide corners and maybe you take like a higher route to keep more speed around the corner, but you're kind of sliding around the edge of it, and then you shoot out the uh, other side of the corner, and you just have so much speed down down the straight, and you can pass dudes. You know, just fun arcadey racing like that. That's that's a lot of fun, and and there's a couple different racing types that, that have been introduced. So there's a lot of racing on ice which are the tracks that I'm kind of having the most difficulty with because you have to really think a little bit more. Like, yeah, it's fun to slide around, but if you run it, run too far into the corner and break really late, then coming out the other side, you're probably going to be screwed. So you have to think maybe about breaking early so you can get through the corner really well and come out the other side with some speed. Um, so there, there's been some really fun... Uh, instances there um they did uh there's some sprint car racing um in this as well which those cars are really weird to drive um and just can spin out very quickly um so that 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 was really tough to get used to but really fun once you got the, the hang of it and they then they also have some like hill climbing events where it's just you you're not really racing but you're racing against the the clock and you just have to get from point a A to b but you're in those cars that can really maneuver up these crazy hills with all these rocks and and stuff and you know that's that's a pretty cool 
thing to do. So, yeah, it's, it's a cool game. The career mode is is neat. There's a lot of events there, but it's so straightforward. So there's not a lot of, you know, you're literally just going from event to event to event. So there's not much to it. Um, and, the, and then the last piece that I screwed around with, with a little bit, and maybe once I fi- finish career mode, I'll go back to it, is... Um, there's this whole mode in this game called Playgrounds. And it's literally, like, the track that I did, it felt like something straight out of GTA Online. Like, I guess uh, users can create these tracks, and you can make them, like, really insane if you wanted to. And then, basically, you would put it up there on the server, and then, um, you know, players can... Choose your track and and try to set a best time on your track. So, ended up doing one of them, and it was a really crazy course, and I sucked ass at it. I think I was like, I don't know, one thousand three hundred and something in the leaderboards. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, I mean this I, this game is, yeah, is those, cool. And I've seen some hill climb racing more, more of it. Yeah, I, I've seen some hill climb racing in real life. Well, like not well. Not in real life, but on TV, I've seen some yeah. hill climb mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah, like how vertical does it get? Because some of those hill climbs get pretty steep. At least in the earlier, I've only done two of them so far, so I don't know if there's like some later tracks that are tough. It's it's not like super vertical, and I actually find or most of them were actually kind of going up and down, so you would like kind of go up pretty steep. Um, and then you'd end up kind of going back down and, and winding around and stuff. So uh, nothing too crazy yet, um, but it's still still fun nonetheless. Mm. All right. Yeah, that, that hill climb stuff's just nuts yeah. to do that. Yeah, like <laughs> to me, <laughs> especially like when you can't really see like what's on the other side of the hill. Like if oh, you're yeah. cresting over, and mm. yeah. And and I love playing. I always play racing games in like a first person view. Uh-huh. So like behind the wheel. And so when you're in the first person view of one of these hill climbs, like yeah, not knowing what's on the other side is kind of crazy. And you're just looking straight up at the sky. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah. Overall. So play a lot more Dirt Five. Played more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Nothing, nothing really new to say there. Just trucking along. Did a whole another arc of another, another area. Um, but yeah, no, nothing too crazy, um, story wise or, you know, anything really. Just kind of same old, same old with that game. Um, and then trying to think if there's anything else before I talk about the last thing. I don't think there was. Um, I. Decided to go back and platinum Astro's Playroom. And so, yeah, I ended up getting a platinum on there. My first platinum on PS5. And that game is so fun. And outside of the motion control stuff. And I'm I'm so glad that... So each level uh, is broken down into four sections. And I'm really glad that uh, they designed this game. So if you go through one section... Uh, and, and maybe you needed one collectible, you can just grab that collectible and get out of there. You don't have to play the whole level. Um, because some of the motion control sections in a couple of the couple of the levels are just so frustrating to me. 
Um, that's like my only gripe about that game. Otherwise, it is so delightful and such a just perfect experience, kind of. And, you know, collecting all that stuff was really cool. Some of the trophies were super easy to get, but they were they were a lot of fun. And I think I felt like that was the most trophies I ever got in one sitting. Because um, when I finished the game originally, I think I had 12 out of 46 and then ended up with 44 by the end of it. Um, so, yeah, it's such a such a cool little game. Um, and, and, and last thing to say about that is... I did use those, like, cards to help me find some of the things, and that stuff is really slick. Like, it knew, it the game knew just exactly what I needed, and, and, it, and so when I pulled that up, it was giving me a hint to point me in the right direction for exactly what I needed, um, which is pretty wild. Wow, don't, so. don't you think that cheapens the experience of getting the platinum, though, huh? probably probably um yeah i mean you don't have to use them but it's something that if you want it oh but you know everyone else is using it so is that platinum really worth as much as other platinums (laughs) hey man a platinum's a platinum okay you know all right um just like my taco master platinum (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh god i forgot about taco master i I remember i was playing that game that game just pissed me off so i stopped (laughs) I think I platinum My Name is Mayo, though, so that one's probably worse. Oh, yeah. Actually, that one's just a button just, press. Yeah, you're literally pressing one button. <laughs> mm. I think there's a new one, though. Is there? Yeah, called, like, New new My Name is Mayo or something. Huh. I don't know. I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's it for me uh, this week. All right. Uh, well, I mentioned earlier I was doing some stuff in Destiny 2. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I just do some, I do some strikes. I do some gambit here and there. I mean, it, it is what it is. But I have also continued playing Yakuza 7. And Tyler, it is fucking fantastic. I just finished Chapter 6. And they literally just did a whole dungeon sequence. Like, it, like it was a dungeon in an RPG. Oh my, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, of course, it was obviously like in the underground area of the city. Like it was like you're you're going through some underground. I I don't think there's sewers. It, there wasn't much sewage down there, but mm. it was an underground area. Uh, but yeah, it was it was long. <laughs> I thought it was a joke how long it was <laughs> because just just making a joke about like long RPG dungeons because. Jesus Christ, there were so many rooms I had to run through. <laughs> it, it wouldn't shock me if they, if that was a thought for them. Uh-huh. Of like, let's just make this ridiculously long. Yeah, and hmm. So you know how sometimes in video games, when you open a chest, an enemy comes out instead of good loot? <laughs> yeah. They fucking pulled that trick in this. Because <laughs> there, like, there are these nice. silver safes you go around opening to get, get loot. And uh yeah. It was hmm. It was a it was a funny experience. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh yeah, also also awesome. ran into like a bunch of new enemy names that are really good. Uh Tyler, you want to hear some of these enemy names from the Suji decks? Hit me. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so hmm. Did I tell you about the titillator? 
I don't think so. Oh man. Um. Hmm. All right. All right. I just pulled up a list here. And I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna come out. Uh. With some of them. Uh. There's the. Hmm. Did I tell you about the hungry, hungry homeless? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's awesome. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. There is. Okay. So. There. I told you these are like in series, like Pokemon. There's mm-hmm. there's the newbie Yakuza, the ornery Yakuza, the eloquent Yakuza, the middle-aged Yakuza, scarred Yakuza, and some other Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> some other. That's good. Uh, let's see. There was a really funny one I saw. All right, there are Kung Fu Disciples. Uh, there's a Kung Fu Master. Uh... Oh man, there's some of these that I haven't come up with yet. Uh, there's a chef you have to fight called a pressured cooker. Mm. Uh, there's a juggalo, which is just a juggler. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a, not, not an uh, actual not juggalo. That. It's just juggle dash o. Mm. Um, oh man, there are so many of these in here. Holy shit, I'm seeing some names. Uh, the Arminator. Uh, there's a bike gang delinquent raid commander. Oh, man. There's one simply called Big Dog. Ooh. Uh, man. Man, it must be down here somewhere. Wow. All right. Mm. A baseball, baseball fan diehard. You fight baseball fans, I guess, in this video game. Uh, the Pocketing Watchman, uh, Office of the Lawless, or I think it's, that's a typo, it's Officer of the Lawless. Um, man, there's a, a Hippie King. Uh, <laughs> I love that this is a thing in this game, like, that's, that's Yeah, just I, actually, so I'm, I'm just gonna, perfect. I'm just gonna link this to you right now, and, in, in in the news here, I'll put it off to the right. But yeah, there's like a whole list of these names. Um, oh yeah, there was. A, hmm. oh, hold on, let me see if I can find it. Pseudo. Okay, uh, I can't find it here, but uh, I ran into. Okay, so the, there were these garbage bags that kind of rustled around, and. A man popped out of him, like, wearing the garbage bag around them, and it was pseudo-garbage. <laughs> that, mm. Wow. Yeah. There, there's just a lot of cool stuff in this video game. I <laughs> I would like... Banquet bomb. I oh, would man. like you to sometime give Yakuza 7 a try. If yeah. you want, If, no, I, I if you want to play a JRPG, j- just try it out. I mean, it's not the best yeah. JRPG, but it's a funny one. Yeah, I absolutely will. I, I just love this one here. Baseball fan die hard. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Just so, so goofy. City slicker. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a rot, there's a garbage bag man and a rotten garbage bag man. <laughs> oh, there's a musician. They call oh, him the Ramblin' Man. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's just a lot of fun stuff in this game, and man, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. The story is really heating up. Uh, 
you were investigating the Chinese mafia because they're making counterfeit money. Um, well, not because they're making counterfeit money. You discover they're making counterfeit money. They killed your boss. That's why you're investigating them. Uh, to start a war between all three gangs in uh, in Yokohama. So, yeah, it's... It is a fantastic video game. I'm hoping to finish it by the end of the year. I, I really like it. I like it... I am more driven to play through Yakuza 7 than I am, say, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, which I still do plan on finishing. I mean, it's it seems like a grind to me. It seems like there's a lot of stuff to do. It seems like there are a lot of quests in Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. If you ask me, the ones that are more important are... I mean, obviously the main story quest, but then the ones, ba- you know, the um, character. Yeah, it seems like there are a lot of those, lines. though. <laughs> there are. There are. Yeah. Uh, and, and a number of them, I, I would say a number of them wrap up or at least get really close to wrapping up in Act 2 where you are. So once you get to Act 3, there's only a couple of side missions that I say are, are worth doing. And then... Um, and then it's just a main quest, which I think there's only six or seven missions in the final act. So once you get through Act Two, you're you're close. All right, all right. I'll I'll keep hammering through that. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, man, I I wish I played more. Like there's there are other video games I'd like to play. There are video games coming out this week that I'd like to play, but you know, on my current hardware, I'm not sure I want to do it there. <laughs> Yeah, I I want to give a shout out. I did play um, Ori in the Will of the Wisps. I, I restarted that on PC, and man, that game's good. Mm. Oh, it's just excellent, and it runs so well on PC as well. And and shout out to Xbox for just making things really simple. Like I started that game on Xbox One uh, not long after it came out. Played about two hours of it, and. Just haven't really played it since, and once I booted up here um, on the P- the PC version, dude, like my save was like right there, and just hopped right back in. I was I was really confused though. I was like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I was doing, but once I got the hang of it, I'm like, God damn it, this game is good. And and, and I just it's one of those games, you know, one of those exclusive games where you just wish it wasn't exclusive. And PlayStation has a couple of them. Nintendo has some of them where you just wish they were on all platforms for everyone to to enjoy. Um, but I guess you know, hey, that's that's what you need. You, you know, you need those exclusives to drive people to your your platform. Um, but Ori is just it's excellent. I I can't wait to play more of that too. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, Tyler, I. I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I'm looking for a job, and it looks like there's an opening at Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they'd hire yeah. me, but uh, got some got some names here. Casey Hudson and Mark Dara are leaving. Uh, right as I believe they started releasing some stuff around Dragon Age Four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is which? Yeah, that's that's a weird time to do it. Yeah, apparently we'll get a look at Dragon Age 4 this coming week at the Game Awards. Mm. Which, very quick side note on the Game Awards. 
don't know if you've heard this. Every year, the Game Awards is pretty fucking long, right? Yep. It's like three hours. This year, they have said that it is four hours long. Well, guess what? All I'm four, like, of, all four of those hours, I'm going to be at work. <laughs> so it yeah. doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I know. It, like you can at least get the gist, but I'm like, why four hours? Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll scroll through like all the announcements and also whatever Stephen A. Smith is doing there. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I did see that. I, I wanna. I, I'm very curious about that. Oh, is Stephen A. Smith making a video game? I, no, I don't think so. But I, have you seen the Miles Morales commercials with him in it? No, I haven't. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple. He he's he did some partnership commercials with Sony and Miles Morales. It's pretty good. Okay, yeah, you should look it up. All right, maybe he's there to announce the next Spider-Man game. <laughs> maybe, maybe that'd be that'd be awesome. Ah, uh. um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think this this is a huge deal for Bioware, and you know, losing Casey Hudson who you know led the mass effect games he was there for a long time before he left left in what 2015 went to microsoft came back in 2018 i think to probably try to save anthem and that didn't work out too well and then mark dara who has you know led the whole dragon age team for this entire time that's that's just a huge talent loss as well um you know, they, they have um, Samantha Ryan uh, coming from Warner Brothers Games will oversee the studio and Christian Daly will take over Dragon Age 4. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a weird time. You know, it's always weird when your game loses its creative director. Say Halo Infinite has lost, what, two creative directors, I think. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo... Um, damn it, I'm, I'm blanking on her name. That Could really charming... Her? Yes, yes. Her, um, you know, who knows how much that affects that game when that, that comes out. It's just a weird thing to have happen. Um, and Dragon Age 4 is probably still a ways out yet, but hopefully I guess it's going in the right direction. But, you know, when Casey Hudson left Bioware, I'm pretty sure he had his hand in creating Anthem as an IP... And it was like, okay, hopefully that's going in the right direction, and that that didn't happen. So, Mm-mm. see how that turns out, I guess. And also, maybe, hmm, I see, like, I, I kind of like, I want to reject this idea that video games like hinge on these big creative people. Like, I, I don't, I don't mm. like to give them too much credit because ultimately, like, it's not them doing the work, really. Like it, like. They might be the like the creative director, but like, I mean, sure they can get credit for that, but I I think I think more of the credit should be to the people who are there and who are staying there. Like, if this game turns out to be good, it shouldn't be like, oh look at what Casey Hudson managed to do before he left. Yeah, no, I I get you. They're more say maybe the the visionary, mm-hmm. um, and, and everybody else is kind of executing on that. Yeah. Um, so I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I'm I, I really want to see what Dragon Age four is gonna look like. I Yeah. I really enjoy Dragon Age. I enjoyed Mass Effect up to a point. Uh <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. And and 
you know, Bioware had a really shitty generation. And I really hope that they can rebound um, going into the new generation um, with with Dragon Age 4. I hope we get to see something decent from Dragon Age 4 and it's not a shit EA teaser that we always get from them. It's, it's going to be um, a shit EA teaser. Do you, do you remember probably, what they did for Mass Effect Andromeda? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. It, and, and it probably will be that. <laughs> yeah, that... They don't know how to announce a video game. No, it's 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 always weird with EA. Um, so hopefully we, we do get to see something. Hopefully we get maybe more like concrete uh, name. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I doubt it's just called Dragon Age Four. I'll be shocked if it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess on Dragon Age Four we have this other story. Uh, there are new short stories in the Dragon Age universe. That are, hmm. yeah, they're teasing what what we might see at the Game Awards, I believe. Let's see what what do we have here. Yeah, uh, I mean, it seems like they're just trying to build up a lot of hype for Dragon Age, and hopefully they can actually learn from their mistakes here. Uh, I've not read any of these short stories. Yeah, me either, but. You know this concept art's pretty pretty fucking cool. So a lot of it. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Dragon Age Four, and I just I hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I some people think Dragon Age Two is a kind of a stumble, but they really haven't made like a truly bad Dragon Age game yet. You know, like they did with Mass Effect. Um. So hopefully, you know, Dragon Age Four is a is the game that gets Bioware back on track. Yeah, I'm. I just hope that they first and foremost make a good single player game, and mm-hmm. don't try to do the multiplayer thing again with Dragon Age. Like, yep. I know Dragon Age Inquisition had a multiplayer. I don't think anyone played it. No. I really don't. I never no. heard of anyone actually enjoying that experience. I I played it and I did like it. It was fun, but what I just didn't like is that it had no bearing on your single player at all in any way so it just kind of felt like this thing of like hey eh, what's the point of me doing this i, I don't really get it but mm-hmm. yeah i 100 percent agree with you on the the single player first experience yeah. and i would hope that after anthem they've learned their lesson on that but you know we we heard the rumors that way back when when dragon age 4 kind of started development that they were hoping to make it more of a live service game who knows if they pivoted away from that at all after anthem i yeah. I, I doubt it because because you know that that could be like a complete restart of the game i don't know if they'd want to fucking do that they made anthem so quickly technically yeah. in the end <laughs> yeah want to do it again yeah let's let's not do another anthem yeah. I think that's a good that's a good lesson. Let's not do another anthem. That's, yeah. As as harsh as that might sound, like they should definitely not try that again. Right. Uh all right. Enough on EA Bioware. Let's get uh, let's get down to the to the business at Naughty Dog. Uh so Neil Druckmann is now co president of Naughty Dog. 
I I don't know if you heard that he's yeah I'm I don't know why but he is <laughs> that they've they've decided that I don't know I don't know what that means for Naughty Dog yeah I'm I'm curious what it means for Naughty Dog as well I I mean I can see it um, he's had his hand in in a lot of critically acclaimed games coming out of Naughty Dog, whether you like him or not. Um, with both The Last of Us games, Uncharted 4, you know, then obviously he worked on the previous Uncharted. It's not really a directive role. But, you know, he he's done a lot there. Um, and so it, it you know, I, I can see why why this would happen. So good for him, I guess. But curious, curious where it goes. Curious who rises up within Naughty Dog as well to to uh, lead whatever they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and Druckmann's still going to have his hand in that HBO Last of Us series, which is going to happen. So curious where that that lands as well. Yeah, that's that's certainly a thing that's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. keep forgetting that. Like, a- anytime you mention like there are all these like Naughty Dog properties that have like out, like film or move like film or TV adaptations, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing, I guess, because you know we've never actually seen any of them happen, and they've been go- ongoing forever. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and I think just the fact that they're partnering with HBO gives me more hope than anything else because HBO is known for pretty high quality uh, shows and movies so could be hope there um, also Allison Mori and Christian Gearling were also promoted to vice president so huh All moving right. and shaking over there at Naughty Dog curious to see where they go I'm, I am so fascinated of what they do next you know, I mean, whether whether you like The Last of Us Part Two or not, like, uh, I really would think that they would maybe want to do a new IP at this point after doing so many Uncharted games and two Last of Us games. They'd want to do something new rather yeah, and than I- make another Last of Us, which I think inevitably will happen with where Part Two ends. But you know, I would just think they would want to do something new next. Yeah, and I would hope that they uh, maybe go for something extremely different, like, style-wise. I don't need enough... I know it's probably not going to happen, but I'd like them to step away from, hey, let's make this ultra-realistic-looking re- game that looks like real life. It looks like it could be a movie. Like, I, I would like them to go, I don't know, something something else. Like, I, I've seen Naughty Dog go for the realism. I don't yeah, need to so- see that again. You mean more back to maybe like the cartoonishness of, say, Jack and Daxter? Yeah, I would not mind that at all. You know, I, I I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I would love if they return to Jack and Daxter. They're not going to go back to Jack and Daxter. But I do, you know, kind of see your point and, and could think that, you know, say they did something with maybe a different art style or, you know, something more, I don't know, fantasy like a Jack and Daxter uh, I still think you can maybe do something like that and still maybe have their, you know, top-notch cinematic storytelling that Naughty Dog is known for and their bread and butter. I, I would be shocked if they moved away from that. 
Mm. What I think could be cool, though, is, you know, because one of the cooler sections I thought of The Last of Us Part Two was that open world section. You know, what if what if their next game maybe is that, you know, but they just expand upon it? Because I thought there was some really cool exploration, some really cool dialogue with your companions and... You know, that that could be a really cool thing because they've kind of been building on that to where, you know, maybe like an open world sort of game is their next step. I'd just be curious how they would pull that off. But I, I also just don't... I, I agree with you in a way. I think it would be really refreshing to see them do something different with like a different art style or something. I just think, you know, they're known for what they're known for at this point. You know, between yeah. Uncharted and The Last of Us. I'd be shocked if they moved away from it. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, maybe that's what they want to do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that they don't just make another game with a very similar structure to Uncharted and uh, The Last of Us, for the most part. Outside of, like, outside of uh, that open world section, The Last of Us Part Two was very much the same kind of structure of video game that they've been making for the last decade. Yeah. And I'd I'd like them to step out of that structure because I feel like it's limiting them in in ways. Yeah, I I, I maybe disagree with a little bit on the limiting part. Like I still really like the Last of Us Part Two and a lot of those linear sections. Um, but stepping outside of that, I totally agree with you on that. Like, do something totally different. You know why not? Because I think there's enough. Enough talent there, and Sony would give them all the time in the world to for them to nail it. You know, I mean, Sony. How long did Sucker Punch develop Ghost of Tsushima? You know, they'll let their studios take their time. You know um, what's what Sony should do. I, this is poison that I'm putting out in the world right now, Tyler. Just so you know, this is poison. What Sony should do <laughs> is buy the Silent Hill <laughs> IP from Konami and have Naughty Dog do their open world thing. In Silent Hill. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't hate that idea. That could be fucking dope. Because Naughty Dog's pretty fucking good at atmosphere mm-hmm. to me. And definitely in the, in the Last of Us games. And, man, Silent Hill, I don't know. That could be pretty fucking cool, dude. I like that idea. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I, I think... I think there's a higher chance of Sony somehow getting the Silent Hill IP than Sony getting the IP and having Naughty Dog develop it. Yeah. I don't know. But just so you know, I said it first here, uh, if it happens. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're, we're back at it after some uh, technical trouble here. Uh, and I want to ask Tyler, why the hell Oscar Isaac is Solid Snake? Um... Because uh, two things to me: one, Oscar Isaac, I think is a really good actor, and two, uh, he wanted to play Solid Snake. Apparently, huh? Um, okay, those are those are those are things that make make this make sense. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there was an interview that he did at, with IGN where he said that he would he would want to be uh, Solid Snake, and I also feel that he's actually a good look for Solid Snake too. Um, mm. I think it could really happen um, with just kind of like, I don't know, his facial structure and everything. You know, I think it just would fit Solid Snake really well. 
Um, so, yeah, I think that this is really fucking cool. I don't think it's 100% confirmed yet. I think it's just like super highly rumored and sources have heard that this is happening. Um, and I think having Oscar Isaac attached to this makes this project way more legitimate than it was. Mm, all right. Yeah. I I would watch a Metal Gear Solid movie. Sure. Because those I would I am morbidly curious how far off the deep end they go. Do they follow Kojima off the edge of the world as he has gone <laughs> with Metal Gear? Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. I, I, there are some choices they need to make about that movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think a Metal Gear movie could totally work if done right. And and I, done right by whose standards? <laughs> Because um, if they're by Hideo Kojima's standards, that might not be a good movie. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Maybe not, but but just like, yeah, like I think having having the right budget for sure um, to do some of the bigger things, um, if need be, uh, is is really important to have. Okay, so is one of the bigger things a man that's covered in bees? Is that one? Is sure. that something they should be spending money on? Yeah, I think you should get Nicolas Cage to do that part. And oh yes, yes, <laughs> that'd be fucking sweet. Mm. So yeah, I mean this is this is cool. I I think it's going to be a long time until we see anything of this, but I feel like it's going to happen. Hmm. Okay, that character. That character's name is the Pain. Mm. The the man covered in bees. I forgot that for a second. That's Metal Gear Three, I think. Mm. God damn. God damn. Yeah. Mm. Nicholas Cage is the Pain. Yeah, dude, that's so <laughs> fitting. That works. Ah, uh, all right. Well, speaking of legitimacy, I have some doubts over the legitimacy of uh. Deep Silver's comment that uh, Dead Island 2 is still in development. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... <laughs> when was that trailer, that awful trailer they put out? 2014. That... E3 2014. Jesus Christ. Yep. I remember that, just seeing that and being like, that ain't fucking happening. They aren't putting that out. I think it, it it had more. It would de- like it was definitely. I think going to happen, but then somewhere it just fucking fell apart, and it moved to Sumo Digital uh, a couple years after that, and then it's just it is went nowhere, and it's like, are you like this game is seriously still in development? Like you got to be kidding me! Uh, like the game's just sitting on a hard drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, that, it might not on. even be a game yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I would be shocked if this game ever comes out. And Dying Light kind of ate Dead Island's lunch in a way as well. Um, which, speaking of Dying Light, Dying Light Two, holy moly, where's that game too? I feel like that game's kind of run into some trouble. Not as much as Dead Island Two, but it's just kind of a. a um, to me, a joke just keeps saying Dead Island 2 is still in development. Yeah. Because otherwise, think... it's like, where is it? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think you can go, like, pretty much 
the entire console generation and not put anything else out for Dead Island 2 and then still expect people to believe that thing exists. Right. Yep. Yeah, so apparently the game is in development at Deep Silver Dam Buster Studios. Mm. Okay. So. I'll, yeah, sure. I, I'm sure that's not a fake suit studio. <laughs> yeah, this is a believe it when you see it sort of title to me. Yeah. And I will believe this when I see it. Well, actually, I kind of believe what they're trying to do. PAX is trying to have crowds next year in June for the first in-person PAX since the pandemic has started. Well, actually, they had an in-person PAX, PAX East, after the pandemic started, but nobody right. talks about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But they're going to resume in-person conventions beginning in June 2021. Which PAX is that? I don't even know which PAX that would be. Is that Would PAX that be East. PAX East? Yep. Okay. You want to go to PAX East next year? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they said that, you know, they're, they're going to try to make this happen. We care deeply for health and safety of our amazing attendees and industry partners. We are cautiously optimistic about improvements in the global COVID-19 situation next year, but we are carefully monitoring the situation. And I think it'll go digital if they have to, but I don't know, There's just no fucking way. No fucking way. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And and even if, to me, like, um, if, say, around June... You know, things are maybe on the mend. I don't know. There's a vaccine that vaccine works or something. You know, whatever. Um, if we're on the mend, I still think 2021, it's really going to be hard to have these massive scale events like this. Like, you're better off just probably planning a digital event and hoping for 2022 to get people back. In, in, in that, like, I even think some smaller events, like, I love going to shows, but even if things are getting better, I still think it would, you know, I would think uh, twice about going to a show, even with, like, only maybe 200 people there. Um, it's just going to be strange to be back at those events, and it's going to take a long time, even if things are coming back to me, um, before yeah. before you have as many people going back to these conventions as they're previously was and if you haven't been to a pax especially the major ones pax east and pax west holy fucking balls is there a lot of people at, at these events yeah like and you thousands can thousands and thousands and thousands people already get sick with well not deadly diseases but like right. it is already like a, a my i'm sorry for for maybe referring it to in this derogatory way it is a cesspool of fucking contagious disease that's that's yeah. what i see these conventions as right now yeah definitely i mean <laughs> like i remember getting sick at pax east man yeah it, like it's happened both do. times i was there yep it, it happens to a lot of people you know what what do they call it the pax plague Which yeah maybe should be a different term now um mm-hmm. i don't know but but it's a thing because you're just stuffing thousands of people in there and you're constantly touching controllers and, and when you really think about it now how just completely uh, gross those events are. 
Yeah, like just they, just the, just the number of people that they pack into such a small area. Right, the number of people, but then even like the sharing of VR headsets and controllers, like they weren't fucking wiping all those things down and mm-hmm. all that. Like no way. And and even now, you know whether they have, um, you know, they put into place better protocols like that. No fucking way. I would not do anything like that anytime soon. Yeah, I you know I've discovered that I. I actually really, really enjoy not having people breathe on me. Yeah, yeah that, that's that. <laughs> yeah, you know, just just the small things, you know. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and it does suck, and it, it it does suck because PAX is such a really cool event. Um, but just being realistic, there's no way it's going to happen mm. to me. Yeah, there's no way E3 happens. In my oh, opinion, you know they're going to try. I know they're going to. try. You know they're going to announce that it's happening. Yeah, you know, they're going to be like, "Hey, look, Pax is trying. We got to do it. Yeah. We just have to." And I mean, E three is the but, only way the ESA really survives. There's no way in hell they're going to lose two years in a row. No, they're going to figure no something out. <laughs> All right, um, man, there's. There's only a few more things here on the news. Uh, there are yeah. a couple of video game and release date announcements. Yeah. Of uh, Temtem, a game I've been on and off of on PC. It's a, basically a Pokemon-like game. It's coming to PlayStation on December December eight. It's com- damn it! It's only coming to PlayStation five. Yep. December eighth. God damn it. God damn it, even the news <laughs> wants to shit on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you'll be able to play this kind of Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. It seems interesting. Um you know, very Pokemon like, but I you know, it seemed like there's a lot more social aspect to this than Pokemon. I guess. Yeah. Right? You're like yeah. actually running into other players and stuff. Things that you wish Pokemon would actually do, but they never do. Yeah. So I mean, they tried it in the wild area, but that is such a laggy mess, and it's right. unclear if you're actually out there with the other players or if it's just ghosts of other players and what they... Yeah, right. I, I'm yeah. not sure what the actual nature of Pokemon's multiplayer is there, because it definitely does not seem like uh, it's real-time with other players. Right. Especially considering how like you can't meet with your friend in Pokemon. I think you can do that in Temtem. Right. Yep. Uh, all right. The other announcement here, I guess, is for me, maybe. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, February 23rd. Switch, PS4, and Steam are the announced platforms. I, um, yeah. I guess these are the Persona fighting games? Arena fighting games? Yeah. I think so. And... Yeah, it's just more of a, a spin-off. Yeah. It's, it's happening. You know, yeah, I I don't I don't think I need this. I I know there are a lot of hardcore Persona fans. I enjoyed playing Persona 5. I'm not a hardcore Persona fan. This mm-hmm. ain't for me. Tyler, why are you putting <laughs> this in here? Cuz it's it's a video game. It's coming to PlayStation and Okay. Here All we right. Go. Well, how about you just put on all the other shit that's getting just splattered <laughs> all over the PlayStation Store? Sorry. <laughs> all right, I didn't mean to make it sound like Persona Five Strikers is shit. It's not <laughs> shit. Could be. 
We don't know. Uh, yeah, but it, it probably could be, won't. but it probably won't. <laughs> not not at the level of like some of just the absolute trash I've seen on the PlayStation Store recently. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of absolute trash, Fortnite. Um, <laughs> there's. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's actually Fall Guys, but Fort Fortnite's okay. Mm. Fortnite's okay. But Kratos is in Fortnite. I feel like Fortnite. And Fall Guys are having a battle for who can be the Funko Pop of video games. Yeah, Kratos and in Fortnite, I'm like, okay, cool. And they just did that whole Marvel-themed season they have coming up. Um, you can be the Mandalorian. There's Baby Yoda in there. I'm, I'm like, okay, I get it. But, like, what is Fortnite anymore? Like, you're just playing... Random ass pop culture figures uh, and characters, and just duking it out. I guess it's such a strange game anymore. Yeah, it makes sense though to you know from their perspective, from Epic's perspective, and then also anyone else who wants to partner with them. He makes a lot of money, a lot of brand awareness, and. I don't know, makes makes sense. But I think it's funny of just, like, Fortnite is a game that really appeals to kids a lot, and you're playing as Kratos, and, you know, this is more Kratos as a dad. But uh-huh. Kratos' past, if that kid ever digs into who Kratos actually is, it's like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a lot, to, you have to, a lot, lot to explain to that kid. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm just remembering, not even just, not not the PlayStation 4 God of War, but I'm, I'm just thinking about the stuff they did back back on, on the PlayStation 3. and. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Kratos was a real bastard. Oh, yeah. Very, very <laughs> a very angry person. He, he, yeah. he did some things that weren't very great. He didn't give a no. shit. He's just ripping no, he your was... head off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, there's... Yeah. There's a lot to be asked of Kratos to make up for some of the shit he's done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright. I guess final story out here. Uh, people might have Cyberpunk 2077 right now. Uh, CD Projekt Red is asking they don't stream it. We're telling y'all, uh, do what you want if you don't want spoiled... <laughs> Don't watch streams of it. That's that's my position. Yeah. If the game got out early, game got out early, man. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, the game got out early, but they also made all of these discs with uh, a broken-ass version of this game potentially on uh-huh. it. Yeah, with, like, they kept delaying it and delaying it. They Remember, they it went gold in, what, October? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they have months of pat of patchwork that they they've been working on. Yeah, like like this this sucks, and you know it's kind of like you know when the Last of Us Part Two leaked. Not not to, I don't think it's the same level, but uh, you just don't want your game out there ahead of time when it's not supposed to be out there. But to me, just when they went gold and started making all these discs, and then to ma- delay that again. It was inevitable that something was going to get out there. Uh huh. And also, I this is a game with just so much hype behind it. You know that there's some fucking 
uh, kid working at GameStop that gets the fucking packages with all these copies of Cyberpunk in there. And it's like, holy fucking shit. I'm just going to take it. You know, this game just has so much hype behind it. I, I just can see that happening, too. I mean, Tyler, think of the glitch compilations, though. <laughs> think of the bug compilations we're going to get out of Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> because they've had this huge delay. I know. I mean, it doesn't even take that. Like, it all it takes is someone buying a physical version and not connecting to the Internet to get that. Right. So. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I really hope someone puts up a video, though, of that broken-ass version on the disc. Oh, yeah. It'll be just oh. awesome. I, I want to <laughs> see it so bad. And not necessarily to dunk on the game, just to see, like, what they mean when they say a game has gone gold anymore. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, what what they mean when it goes gold, and then what those extra weeks from going gold to launch, you know, actually does when they're working on that day one patch, and how much that could and does really improve the experience on day one, I I think it would be a really fascinating thing to see, especially with a game of this size and and what they're trying to do with Cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't talk about that how long that game is, right? Like, I mean, it was a few weeks ago, where like they revealed that a developer has been playing like 170 hours and still isn't done. Right. I think the one thing with that, if if I remember correctly, is that I think the person who said that is a QA tester. So yeah, I mean, yeah. He's mm-hmm. he, he you know, they have to play a lot of the game and everything, but I think it still doesn't discredit what what that person said of like this game's probably really fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And can you believe that game's out in like 4 days? You know what? Yeah, I can believe it. December you know? 10th. It's just nuts. You know. I mean, I could also believe it be- <laughs> being delayed again yeah <laughs> you know it would not <laughs> they were like sorry uh the cyberpunk you have right now is not the final cyberpunk we'll have an actual 1.0 patch <laughs> next year yeah who knows <laughs> who knows but yeah cyberpunk launches the same day as the game awards actually do you, on thursday do you, think, do you think it launches in okay so if they wanted to delay this game in a way do you think they could launch this and say it's early access cyberpunk? <laughs> um, I don't think they would actually say that. I think it would be, you know, they launch it, but you, you can tell it's sort of an early access thing. Maybe, but I, I don't know about that. But I actually just went to GameSpot here. Um, another quick story related. Cyberpunk 2077 will have a massive 43 gigabyte update around launch. Great. Holy Just great. Fuck. Fantastic. I hope y'all are are not dealing with the internet caps. Yeah. Wow. Especially, so, yeah, my God. Yeah, 43 and a half gigabyte day one patch for Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's bigger than a lot of games I play. Yep. That's bigger than Miles Morales on PS5. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think that game's like 39 gigs. So... Huh. I wonder Holy when smokes. they start. Hmm. I'm curious. When do they start printing discs that have that patch already in there, so you're not downloading it? <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know. Because all the all the discs that are out right now are when it went gold, and they still have to patch it. But I'm curious, like, wh- 
if at a certain point they uh, start printing discs that are more complete in a way. Mm -hmm. Huh. I don't know. That's something to think about, man, especially for people like me who don't have a PlayStation 5 and don't really want to play on my launch PS4 because, A, I don't think that would be a good experience, and, B, I think my console will die if I do that. (laughs) Probably. So are you going to play it on PC, you think? Yeah, I think I'm going to end up getting it on PC. Run it on on medium settings. (laughs) But even then, that's probably going to be a better experience than you, than doing base PS4. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I could also just go and build a three thousand dollar PC for <laughs> good, <laughs> just for just to play some video games, you know. Yeah, you totally can do that. And then clear out all the junk on this PC, and it can be purely my uh, podcasting slash I don't know everyday internet browsing machine. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, all right. Well, I think that's that's all the news, right? Yep. I think we got through it all. Yeah, good. I'm good, sure good. we'll we'll have a lot of news next week with the Game Awards happening. Any yeah. um, quick last minute predictions of maybe some announcements or something? That was just what I was going to ask you. Uh, but quick last minute announcements. I think we'll get a we'll get a Dragon's Dogma two announcement. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think I could see that with uh, with that recent leak that Capcom mm-hmm. had. I think we'll get a date for Ratchet. Ooh! That I, would be nice. You know, because they did say release window for Ratchet, so you know, what is the, a release window technically, but to me that means early next year, and they'd have to give a date to it. I could also see maybe getting a date for Resident Evil 8, um, mm. in Resident, Resident Evil Village, um, I feel like that's probably an early next year game, maybe. Um, In terms of other announcements, um, man, trying to think Mm. of things that have been. Maybe we get something for the next Destiny season. Yeah, yeah, I think that that would be cool. Although that's still a couple months away, so I'm not sure if they'd announce it that early. Yeah, Destiny Fall Guys. Fall Guys next season. Is Stephen A. Smith in Fall Guys? Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd go and play that. Fuck it. I would totally do that. God damn it. (laughs) Just seeing like 60 Stephen A. Smiths running down. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I, I hope we get... I hope there is one or two really solid surprises like we usually get at the Game Awards. I, I just I'm I don't know, it's kinda hard to tell because I think with COVID and everything and how that's changed development, you know, developers might be more hesitant to announce their games. So I can maybe see there being new trailers for games that are close to being done. That, like maybe Halo Infinite? Um yeah, like I think that that would be one. They did actually come out and say that they won't be there uh, at the video. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know. Sometimes they say things. Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't know. I think that game is going to be pushed till fall next year. Okay. Honestly, um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I, I don't think Sony would announce like a new product. Maybe Returnals. Maybe we see that some of that, since mm. that is apparently a first half of 2021 game. Um, maybe Gran Turismo Seven, as well, since that's a first half 2021 game. Oh yeah, yeah. I could go for a Gran Turismo right now. Oh yeah, me too. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Definitely All right. for that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Curious. Curious, uh, I guess, too, what's your what's your prediction? What's going to take home game game of the year? I mean, we talked about this this last oh, week. Oh, God. But what's, what's your firm, like, it's going to happen for game of the year? It's going to be Hades. You, th- you think Hades? I, yeah, I think, like, I, yeah, and I think it deserves it, too, and I just think just by, like, the people that I've seen talk about Hades on the internet are the same kind of people who vote in this kind of shit. Right. I I can totally see Hades winning. Like, I I think that's a totally valid choice. Um, I'll go The Last of Us Part 2. Because I think... Okay. Uh, the audience for that game has been more divided to me than the critical reception of it. So I can still see that game taking game of the year. So there we go. Hmm. All right. Guess we'll see who's right. Well, I, I guess I know what your game of the year on your game of the year list is going to be. What uh, yeah, we, we have to talk about when we're going to do it because it's December now, man. Yeah, we do. We'll, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but those will happen off the pod because... It's time for this show to wrap up here. Uh, as always, there are a couple ways you can get your questions in to us so we can answer them. One way is via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. It's getting towards the end of the year. Plugged on vids. Y'all doing anything end of the year this year? I know it's a really weird year to be doing anything. Yeah, it, it is. I, I honestly haven't... We haven't really done anything recently just because... I just kind of yeah, don't it, have the time. Yeah. To be totally honest with you. Um, but, you know, I, I would hopefully like to make the time to do end of the year stuff at least. Um, but yeah, it's, it has been a weird year, even though, you know, on the music side, there's been no, no shows. Um, they have been putting out everything, which is kind of weird. Hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, maybe we need to, hmm. Yeah, there, there. This is going to be like one of the toughest years to do lists for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be going to be interesting. I think. Yeah. Uh, not tough because there's just a lot to choose from, but tough because like finding stuff to play and actually being excited about stuff has been hard to like. It's been it's been hard to be excited about a lot of stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But we'll we'll. We'll get in there. We'll make a list. Yeah, we'll, we'll check it twice. We'll get in there, Lewis. 
you know? No. No? No. no. Okay. Lewis, Lewis ain't going to get in there. He's got COVID. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. Fucking Dude. goddamn world champion got fucking COVID. I know. Like. I know, right? It's fucking And crazy. apparently he's not He's not feeling good. Like, apparently it's not like an asymptomatic case or anything. Mm. He's he's legit sick. He's not feeling good. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks. Hopefully, hopefully he can race next week, but yeah, we'll see. But that you know how when he wins, even when Valtteri wins, that you know the their engineer is always like, "Get in there, Lewis." I, mm-hmm. I love that saying so much, and I'll walk around the house and just say that randomly, just like, "Get in there, Lewis." Mm-hmm. And you know, my wife just looks at me and goes, "Like, what are you talking about? Like, I why do you keep saying that?" And I'm like, "I just I love that saying. <laughs> it always gets stuck in my head." Yeah. Another thing I I picked up from watching Formula One is um, the term "giving it full beans." I love to give it full beans. I don't know. I don't know if I've heard that one yet. What? What's? Oh man, that that's that's like just give it your all or like. Mm. It's kind of like, uh, kind of like hammer time. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you give it full beans. All right. I, I like that a lot. Like, like, well, you don't drink coffee, do you? No. no. It's like, you know, I'm not sure if it's from that, but I, I imagine it's like, uh, put in a lot of beans for your coffee to make it extra strong. Gotcha. But it, I like that. But it's also just like giving it full beans, like giving it your all. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're all giving it full beans. Uh, Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Spick and Spam gets the ham.